everybody? This is Sajara Eubanks, and this is my co-host. Yasmin, what's up, y'all? And welcome to Queers and Qualms. We're here with episode three. Wow. And um, we're rolling, guys. We are, aren't we? We're getting right along here. And um, I'm happy to say that with uh, a couple of episodes in, we've already got a lot of listener feedback. It's one of the things that we want from yep. our listeners and our readers. We got and some questions that we're going to be talking, we're going to be answering today from our audience, so please keep Keep asking questions, definitely. Yeah, don't forget to like, subscribe, and DM us with all your queers and qualms and anything, any questions, qualms, quips that you have about uh, your life or relationships or anything else. Let us know because we'd love to talk about it. Um, but we got a lot of relationships this week, yes, I mean, we got a yeah. lot of people wanting to hear about our relationships and just like maybe some quote unquote relationship advice mind you we are no relationship experts or or marriage counselors but we definitely have a place to talk about our relationships in our lives so and definitely a lot of questions about relationships so we're going to be addressing some of those too yeah yeah i'm super excited um and so it got the whole conversation going about like, okay, what's a relationship? Because I mean, especially nowadays, like what is a relationship? It seems like is anyone in one? Yeah. It's either people are like in a relationship and married or everyone's like seeing each other. Yeah. There's this whole <laughs> new wave of like sneaky link and this and that and the other. And we're going to kind of like unpack that because I feel like back in the day, it was like you courted someone. You, right. When you wanted to date, you went and you said hi and you and you kind of presented yourself and you said this is what I'm serious I'm serious about dating yeah. you and let's go on dates and let's like there was no talking stage yeah you had to go see each other at a physical location yeah and then like and, and you know I'm down for like the you know the new wave and everything but too there's also like for me I felt like a, a period of like actually getting to know each other yeah before also taking it home too right I mean I'm quick to you know yeah. I'm down for whoever, however quick you want to get with someone. But I feel like there's so... I'm down for it all. You know right, what I'm so like, now you can just swipe left and, <laughs> like, the first thing you see, you swipe left. And you're like, oh, yeah, we'll yeah. wake up. And then it, I feel like everything is so, like, quick nowadays. People are looking for, like, instant gratification mm -hmm. and instant, like, um, connections with people. And so I feel like um, the kind of dating culture has definitely kind of shifted. not yeah it's shifted a whole lot for sure yeah. and um we've got a lot of non-traditional relationships now like not typical like male female you you date you get married you have a baby you start a family i feel like our age as in like millennials and gen z have kind of like we do many things, have dismantled the stuff that we don't like. The shit that <laughs> we're like, that's old school. Like, I feel like I really love the millennial and Gen Z relation, like, um, the generations for yeah. just taking what we like and throwing away all the shit that we don't. Like, yeah. we're definitely the generation to be like, nah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we're not fucking with that. Yeah. <laughs> and not even just male-female, but but heteronormative. Yes. Like, I, I feel like, you know, I'll say forever, like, I, I'm kind of proudly an older millennial. So I've got, like, kind of older, like, older, older, yeah. like, norms mm. and so even in relationships like i'm used to even though i'm in a lesbian relationship used to being in heteronormative style yeah relationships so even those trends are being bucked now and Definitely. it's like it's fun to see especially queers of all ages yeah like, and we're kind of gonna get into like chivalry and what that looks like in this day and age <sighs> with with texting and facetime and like you know do you ever miss your partner because you're always in contact with them and kind of just like getting into how dating has shifted from maybe when you were younger and me being a, you're an older millennial and I'm an older Gen Z. Like I'm right on the cusp between millennial and Gen Z. Yeah. And kind of how that has affected our relationships and how we view some shit. Yeah. So yeah, let's, let's get into it. Shit. Uh, what's the first thing we're talking about? Um, monogamy. I think we should just start with some of like the types of relationships that you see. And I think the most popular one would probably be monogamy. Yeah. Yeah. I think society kind of 
what's normal is you meet someone, you marry them, you're loyal to them for the rest of your life. You start a right. family and um what's the qualm in that like <laughs> is it real it's the first qualm. right like are people even really built for monogamy like what is like, i don't what think, do you think so okay. so biologically i don't think people are i think monogamy is sort of a side effect of civilization it's consciousness i feel like yeah i feel like it's a side effect of society jealousy yeah and the other things that humans have developed by being the superior species but i think like at our core like no our, our biology is yeah. appropriate with whoever the fuck we yeah. appropriate with. And you, when you think about it, like when you, when people have studied like monkeys or chimpanzees or gorillas, like what we're supposed to be like primates or like our most, um, the animal that we're closely related to, you know, the whole purpose in mammals is to reproduce. The whole purpose yeah. in life, like with all animals are on this planet to reproduce. And and you see it in male species. They go and they plant their seed in whatever they can. And it's I mean, not but you like, see it in female species too. Yeah. Because if you look at most mammals, they got more than one baby father. And that's, <laughs> I mean, it's true. I'm going to, a, a, a female bio, a female mammal, if we're talking about literal animals, like lions and like leopards and shit. Yeah. They're gonna produce with the most capable male at the time. Yeah, yeah. So but I also I, feel I think like a lot of, I've watched Serengeti <laughs> and the <Very good laughs> series, by the way. And I feel like Love the lions they were looking down on the chicks for having babies outside of their little pride or whatever. They were actually. And and she had to go get her man. Actually, if you have not seen Serengeti, no spoilers. Spoilers. Spoiler alert! It's actually really good. I really love. This I really enjoy Serengeti. Um, but yeah, I look at stuff like that, and I'm like, okay, are people really, truly, at the core, monogamous? I don't really think so. Yeah. But I think we have the luxury of being monogamous because yeah. we don't. We're not actual mammals yeah. hunting for food anymore. Right. Like, we have so the we room have to the be consciousness. <laughs> yeah. And on top of that, because then sometimes my own theory backfires. Because I'm like, well then. Well, how could I be a lesbian if my whole job is to procreate? <laughs> it's like, boom. I was like, wait. I'm stressed, though, is being a lesbian a oh choice? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Blew my own mind. Because I really Smoked do think that, that monogamy day. is a choice. Yes. I feel like when you it, are in a relationship yes. with someone, you are choosing to be exclusive with that person. You're choosing monogamy to be. And yes. for those who don't know what monogamy means, I don't think okay. we explained that. Monogamy yeah. is when you are in a relationship with someone and you are exclusively dating them. You're only engaging in intimacy with this with this one person. So that's a lot of times is what leads to marriage and, and building families. But that's not always the case. And we've seen that in these later generations of uh, people dismantling monogamy monogamy and just like um other ways of living and we're gonna talk a little bit about that too yeah um yeah so yeah yeah polygamy so and then okay so monogamy leads into polygamy and throuples which is kind of like where i mean i think ideally in a perfect quote perfect world lots of air quotes is people would because we're not actual mammals anymore we have the choice to be monogamous or polygamous or however kind of monogamous we want to be no we've been socialized we can do what we want way, yeah. because we don't have to i don't have to the world like our species isn't going to cease if i don't procreate so i can <laughs> <laughs> no just so global warming kinds of, <laughs> that's, that's really yeah no that's really what we should be worried about and so here's the thing so if we're so are should people be polygamous what's the deal with throuples is that a you know i think so so Let's just talk a little bit first before we get into that about what polygamy and throuples are. So if monogamy is you are dating one person for a long period of time and you're only exclusively with them, polygamy is um, you're dating multiple people at once. You're in a relationship with more than one person. And like for... Um, queer people, that can mean you're in a relationship with both. Like bisexual people who may be polygamous might have a male and a female partner. Or there could definitely be um, throuples, which is three people in a couple or three people in a three people in a relationship where um, all of them are women or all of them are men. Or so, mixed. Yeah, it could be a mixed gender. It could be um, someone who, uh, people who are identify as non-binary and, and people who are gender fluid. And so I feel like we we're seeing a lot of a lot more people who are open to dating um, 
more than one person at a time. And I really like, I personally really like this new sort of thing. And I think it should be normalized a little bit more because especially at my age, I'm 23, right? So I'm still, I'm still trying to figure out what I want my like life to look like, like what I want, um, you know, my long-term relationships and, and, and possibly building a family and what that looks like for me and my happiness. And sometimes that's, you know, getting to know more than one person at a time. And I feel like I don't really like how polygamy is frowned upon. Um, and I think specifically in heteronormative relationships. Um, and I think that's a socialist, a socialized thing. Yeah. Like people are socialized to believe that when you grow up, you're supposed to get married. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to have kids. You're supposed to do this. You're supposed to do that. And I think that polygamy, um, people in like healthy, happy polygamous relationships, um, kind of completely redefine what that looks like and what happy relationships means to people. And I really like that. I mean, I think it's super forward. Um, yeah, because typically when you think of polygamy, you think of like what like Mormons like one guy and like eight different wives or something like that <laughs> like, right <laughs> you think of sister wives yeah yeah where <laughs> yeah but I've always been on the vibe like if this guy and his wives are happy and they're not doing anything wrong I don't understand why it's illegal that that befuddles my mind like the same because, reason why being gay is illegal in some uh, other countries uh, valid yeah. valid valid because I'm like who cares if this guy wants to like first of all I can never take I can't take care of one woman like let alone four if he wants to do it go for it <sighs> and then if you look at a lot of a lot of like if you look in history and a lot of ancient cultures native uh cultures to this land african cultures so uh, uh spanish cultures. if you go back several hundred years uh, thousands of years yeah. polygamy was very much normal yeah. it was yeah. very much a very normal thing um so i think there's nothing yeah. really wrong with it it's not my vibe i think yeah it is societized now like oh, okay you grow up you find your yeah. partner you get married you have kids like boom yeah but i mean there's definitely a lot more to it personally like not my thing yeah um but I, I think people who do it are pretty brave. I think know? it's really interesting, too, that you kind of mentioned, like, ancient, uh, pre-colonial um, kind of nations and groups of people who uh, had multiple wives. And it was normalized. Mm -hmm. Like, in ancient Africa, pre-colonial, like, there were compounds where men had several different wives and they sometimes bought their wives or they married them out of love or they had someone gift them a wife. Like, it wasn't unusual. But I will say one thing that you definitely didn't see is a woman with multiple husbands. Certainly not. So, so. that's all that. <laughs> like, have you Twist. ever... Have you ever, the only time I think I've seen, I don't think I've ever seen a man with two husbands. Yeah. Like, it's this no. whole ego thing about men being like, you know, I feel like maybe I deserve more than one woman and women not having the, like, the power to, or not being empowered to explore that as an option. It's definitely polygamy, I think, is catered towards um, men mm -hmm. and male and like male pleasure mm -hmm. and so um interesting twist on yeah. the polygamy i mean that's true I, I mean as much as i looked at polygamy as like whatever it's a part of history it is very male driven yeah. very much so and it's it's funny because sometimes you know tiktok to me is like the source of whatever's the new Whatever's hot right now is on TikTok. TikTok is the Bible. <laughs> TikTok is like my news feed. Like, what's going on in society? All of our references. Yeah, like, and so I see some, uh, I have seen some, like, relationships. I don't think they're married. But I've, yeah. I've come across a couple of TikTok uh, accounts or pages or whatever of um, a woman with two guys or something like that. I've seen, rarely, but I've seen them. Nice. And it's like power to you, girl. Power to you, girl. And it's like okay, someone, someone's out here trying to normalize, you know. I like that. And, and I like was, that. It was interesting. I don't think I could really. Oh, but I hell think it's no. <laughs> I could barely deal with one girl at a time. You telling me I gotta deal with three different girls or however many you got? You gotta deal with these girls. Reassuring girls already need like one girl needs about seventy percent of your attention, and you telling me how you gonna split your attention and your life Way between. More. 
two, three, four, five different girls. You are running around. You're a busy person because. <laughs> so here's the thing, though. And now here's a twist. Now uh-huh. here's a part twist. So poly- so for me, polygamy was, okay, in, in 1200 BC, it was perfectly normal, right? Mm. But now it's not. Polygamy or throuples or, or one woman, two guys or whatever, blah, blah, right? So now you got kids and now, now you have kids, right? People have kids. Kids. There's kids in this oh, relationship. No. So have you seen the new L word that they're like rebooting? On I, I heard about it, but I've not seen it. So they have a throuple on the show and there's kids involved. So my thing is like now, as much as I believe that people can do what they want, at what point Dang. is it like? Yeah, so that's much. the only time yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. eh, because if we have kids, like your kids are gonna go to school, no one's gonna think that this yeah. stuff was healthy and normal. But but when you think about <laughs> that too, that that kind of like transitions into our non-traditional relationships. Like growing up, you were in like a mixed family, like um our still our in. dad separated from your mom and mm-hmm. you still had like you kind of had two separate families that merged together into one mm-hmm. so i feel like in a non-traditional relationship when you have those kind of mixed families is that not just a different form of mixed family is it not just like you know you have a you got a woman who's got two kids and you got a couple that's got one. Yeah. And you're like, I'm really vibing with this one girl. You know, we together. Now we all thruple and we got three kids. Like, like it's odd, but only because that's not what's normal in American culture. But, like, people want so badly for it to be, like, wrong. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. I think people do want it to be wrong. And that's an interesting dynamic. Because I never really looked at my upbringing as different. Because I thought everybody's parents broke up. Well, like, apparently that <laughs> might be the case. Like, I actually might be the I odd one out the here. Oddball out where, here. Where my my parents are still married, and actually, good point because I don't think I know that many people whose parents are still married together yeah. and like actually in an active relationship. So maybe that. I'm the one. That's uh, yeah, weird. I thought everybody's parents broke up and everybody's parents moved on and had more kids than the next person. <laughs> <laughs> I thought like everybody, but it was. Or, you know, that's just how it was. And sometimes I'm like, you know, it, and it could turn into that. That at some point, the, like, just to me, a divorced family is was normal to me. I don't, all like, yeah. I didn't know, when I was growing up, none of my friends' moms were still with their dads. Mm-hmm. None of them. Yeah. And I had, I was the lucky one because my dad was around. Yeah. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't nice. that they broke up. It was like that my dad came to the basketball games and my dad was in my life and we talked, we hung out, like... Most of the time, I felt like that's where I became the outlier. It was not that my parents yeah. broke up. It was that my father was still in my life the yeah. whole time. So that was, like, kind of kind of yeah. that. But could, you know, with the way society's growing and, and the way everything's normalizing, shoot, could some kids be pretty normal? Like, oh, my parents are a throuple. But that's still pretty far. Yeah. Honestly, I though, um, if we have any listeners who have ever been in a throuple or, or know anybody in a throuple or have any sort of, like experience with that we'd love to hear from you guys and 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 hear your experience and personally to me power to y'all like i i have not been in one um i'm not sure how much my interest is in being in one but like i'm definitely like if i've never done it i'm i'm down to do anything once and twice if i like it so like like I'm definitely, I always see people, I've seen a couple, like, again, on TikTok, some couples that um, are successful in it. Some of them are dating all three of, like, you know, they're dating each person in the relationship, and other people, there's two people who are dating one person, and, like, how I actually had a... um, professor at college who who was polygamous and who, who dated more than one woman at once and and my professor was so cool all the swag one of my was he okay was he polygamous it was an actually was he, uh, lesbian woman actually she yeah okay was <laughs> she was like I, she was like my mentor to be honest right. no so, but, so here's, I mean, before, I feel like we're almost back at square one, because I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. so is is polygamy, so polygamy in my mind is one person dating or married to multiple people at the same time. That's different than dating multiple people all at once. That's true. Dating me, and in a relationship, first yeah. of all, are very different. So when I think of polygamous yeah. relationship, I think there's one person and there's several spouses. Yeah. So... 
Not I'm dating a bunch of people is all at once. Is polygamy exclusively dating no, one polygamy, person or no. two people at once? At least for my definition, if you're dating two or three people at once, you just out here playing the field, dog. Yeah, you no, you're you out here playing see, the field. I a don't believe that. I love dating as a tool in order to find somebody who you're looking for. So, but that to me is more an open relationship than polygamous. Yeah. Me, okay. I mean, I don't know what the definite what Webster says or anything. Whatever. Let's look it up. But to me, polygamy is then a relationship. Your professor sounds like someone that's in an open relationship. You're openly dating okay. and seeing and fucking multiple people. Polygamy is I got me and three wives and they all know that's it. That's true. And we all Google says that the definition of polygamy is the practice or custom of having more than one wife mm-hmm. or husband. Uh-huh. So I think that the wife or husband is very clear in the sense that you're legally, maybe you're legally bound yes. to this person. You're mm-hmm. married to more than one person. You might at be time. living in is the same house legal? altogether. Is no, that even a lot legal? of states. Yeah, a lot of states is illegal. It is. A lot of, of states is illegal. Of course, the person that pops up is sister wives. It's sister wives. <laughs> because it's mostly known for these for religious men. Yeah. Mormons, Mormons and Muslims yep. and African cultures where they're allowed in their culture to have multiple wives. Yeah. So not boo, polygamous. but like, not boo in the sense that that's like your culture and that's what you do. But I feel like I would love for that to be like just a blanket thing. If people want to marry and date more than one person and they communicate that with everyone, why is that still frowned upon? I feel like definitely polygamy or it, polygamy is sometimes downplayed as people just being like, oh, you don't want to settle down. You don't want to commit to one person. So you're dating multiple people at once. And I feel like we need to kind of just throw that out the window because maybe like a lot of people who are polygamous are choosing to be that way because it is what works for them in their love and their love language and their relationships. And I feel like um, it's time to just dismantle this whole one uh, partner. Unless, like, you know, not saying that one partner is a bad thing, but sometimes you got one partner and your partner's some shit. <laughs> and sometimes, you know, you're like, maybe I want to... <laughs> I want, like, I love you, but you're some shit. So right, maybe, right. maybe. Maybe. I mean, look, they say there's the 80-20. Your one partner is not going to fulfill 100% of your needs. Maybe that's why polygamy works for people. You can get someone to scrub in not only your 20%, you probably get like 80 and 80 or like, as much like 160% as now. are in monogamous relationships, I just know that, like, you know, you get into it with your partner, and sometimes you just you want look for something else. To? You know you what I'm saying? And this it's not always sexual. This is complicated. And it's not always, yeah, it, it's it's a lot Because to what unpack. if, yeah, and then are the other two people in the relationship as well? If I get into a fight with one of the wives, do the three of us talk it out? No. No, <laughs> I think. Do we have different If nights? I was in a throuple we and my dinner? other two mates were fighting, I would be like, um, I'm going to go. What if I'm gonna go fourth. Oh, what do you mean? We're gonna go. What if they live together? This is too complicated. For me. me and me and a girl who's not fighting finna be booed up. Whatever. The two of y'all figure it out. The more we talk about it, the more I'm like, yeah, polygamy is an ancient construct. It only worked back then because no one had nothing to do but plant. Yeah, there's no phones. There's no, anyway. there's no <laughs> social media. There's no constant contact with people. So it's like when you're in constant contact with people, how could you be in constant contact with multiple people at once? And again, no way, no way like not at no all ragging on anybody who's in a polygamous relationship or in a throuple. Like power to you, to be honest. Like I want, I want to learn more about it, and I want to sure. know how how it works for you guys. But I can barely juggle one shot. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I'm slow, but <laughs> no more feedback because I feel like a lot of my feedback on throuples and polygamy is from the L word and TLC, and those might not be. <laughs> reliable sources. DLC, <laughs> definitely not. Okay. No. Moving yeah, on. Would do you not ever... watch. <laughs> do not watch. Do not watch Sister Wives because I'm not sure if that's an accurate representation of like successful polygamy. So, it some, might be. I've never seen it. So before. someone asked me once would I ever be in a polygamous relationship and my answer is this. Only if in case of an apocalypse. I can't even I say that like, that's my. I feel like I, I might say yes thought, off rip. <laughs> yes off rip. I feel like, because, you know, in case of an apocalypse, you're probably going to be short on partners anyway. 
and you know, if I, I I would need like one wife for the crops, so theoretically, one wife I can't for the kids. So with a woman, so that puts me at a disadvantage. In the apocalypse, in apocalypse. Anyway, anyway unfortunately, yeah. you're gonna need a man somewhere around that. to populate the population. However, <sighs> that's why I said I'm not even sure if that would be my case in point. Like, if somebody asked me if I'd be in a polygamous mood, a, a, a polygamous relationship, I think I would say. There, again, there's nothing I would say no to without trying. Like nice. I feel like if I was presented with the opportunity that two um, amazing women liked each other and me at the same time, <laughs> who am I to say no to that? Like you know what I mean? Who am I to block my blessings? That's but funny. it like you know I feel like I would try it, and if it worked, then it did. <sighs> and if it didn't, then I'd be like, look, I mean, you guys are gorgeous, you're amazing. Um, I'm not sure if this works for me, so. Um, yeah, anybody who's been thinking about getting into a polygamous relationship or thinking that monogamy isn't for them, I would kind of say, tr- like, play your cards, try try it out when you, if and when you can, and don't fucking worry about the societal norms to get married and have a traditional family because I feel like us, us millennial and Gen Zers are kind of dismantling that anyway. As we do many things, which yeah. I really appreciate because there's so many, just like shit, so much shit that like is, doesn't, isn't necessary within our society that we're still holding on to that like our generation that's so knowledgeable and exposed can kind of call, call bullshit on. So, um, and I think polygamy might be one of those things. Now, if polygamy is your thing, do it. Yeah. If it's not, reach out the box. For like real. everything's getting more and more open. But yeah. yeah, I mean, on that, also, if anybody's listening on Anchor, hit us your qualms right away. You can leave voice notes now. Ooh. I like that. You I can leave that voice already. notes? This yeah. is, this if you're is listening on, for me. If you're listening on Anchor, because uh, I was about to say, yeah, anybody in anybody in these types of relationships, mm-hmm. we want more feedback. We want to know. Because we're just yeah. out here trying to figure this out. Yeah. <sighs> but we got a lot of questions. Um, So that kind of leads us into our next one. Kind of. A little bit, a little bit. Transitions, switch a little bit. Um, but otherwise, we can talk about polygamy and throuples for the next hour and a half. I think. Yeah, easily. so interesting. <laughs> easily, so interesting. It's, again, one of those things that's not black and white. Yeah, I'm digging more like, hmm, could I? <laughs> Would I probably I? wouldn't. I definitely wouldn't. Could I? But we'll figure that out. Um, but one of the reasons we thought about, at least I, I thought about throuples. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> and also thruples are different from threesomes because I would definitely oh, try a threesome yeah, first. Oh yeah, that's different. Couples are different than threesomes. Shit, tune in next episode. We get that's a whole we, we other talk real. No threesomes different. We can talk threesomes. The threesomes on threesomes, which we thruples you got to keep both of them around for a while. Threesomes is like, but anyway, so <laughs> we got a bunch of questions this week. We want to make sure we get to a few of them. Um, and so, okay, so the, the thruple thing, I said I was watching at L Word, they're thruple, we got a couple of questions on that. Um, but I got one question, it was kind of broad, but it was like, how do you know when to let go? Oh, so, red flags, yeah. toxic relationships. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. it, it was kind of, the thruple I was thinking about was fictional, and, okay. you know, whatever. But that one of the people was struggling on they were at that breaking point of, do I want to try harder or do I want to let go? So in a relationship, no matter what kind it is, I was asked, or we were asked, pardon me, how do you know when to let go? I care about this person. Me and this person have built a lot of, uh, she didn't get the specifics, obs, and it's anonymous, all of our questions, but yeah. they just said they have history together. They were okay. they have all these plans for the future. Uh, nothing specific but something how do you know when to let go that's a good question how do you know when you're in a relationship that either you've outgrown or you're or is a toxic environment for you how do you know when you should move on and let and 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 focus on yourself that's such a good question because do is it it's because it doesn't have just one singular answer no i kind of think if you're thinking about it already then now yeah, absolutely. Let go now. <laughs> if you have to ask yourself, Which is why when do I leave? Do no. it right then. Right now. Right then and there. Probably. And so the question is broad. There could be all kinds of reasons as to when do I know when to let go. Like, are there kids involved? Do you have a house together? Do you have property together? Yeah. Do you have a dog together? 
do you live together? Is there rent? There's all kinds of stuff. I think right. a lot of people stay in relationships they don't want to be in because of all the paperwork. Ugh. No, definitely, for sure. But if you're in a relationship wondering, should I let go, and your hesitation is because the paperwork is going to suck, let go, let girl. Go. It's worth the paperwork. Yeah, and I think that it's Do a it really good thing to note that if you're even thinking about it, there is something in that relationship that needs addressing you know like even if you're like okay i don't really want to let go of this person me and this person have a long history me and this person are still in love but we're going through a really rough patch and we're going through um a point in our relationship that feels like you know we're not really touching each other we're not really like here for one another i think if you're even thinking about that if that thought is in your mind then it's time to take action whether that's deciding to to get up and leave or deciding whether or not you think it's an important time to to apply for relationship therapy or um you know taking your relationship to the next level or taking some space there's a lot of things in relationships and every relationship is different so it's hard to come up with a singular answer in being like you know leave right now because some people aren't in the place where they can do that. You know yeah. what I mean? Mentally, physically. Financially. Um, location. <laughs> you know, there's so many reasons why getting up and leaving may not be a, a thing that you can do. Valid. But um, it's important to note the red flags and even the green flags within your relationship. Um, and just noting, are you happy majority of the time? I think that's a good question to ask because... Um, you're talking to two people here who have been in relationships, have been in long-term relationships, short-term relationships, and, you know, are possibly in relationships right now <laughs> and uh, may want to talk about that. But oh, yeah. um, <laughs> I've been in the mall. Yeah. Yeah, right. So um, it's hard to really tell exactly when is the right time for you, but I think surrounding yourself by people who really love you unconditionally is first and foremost an important thing yeah, for you to have. Yeah, so true. Yeah. So true. Yeah, I think by the time you're wondering, is it time? Definitely, at least at the minimum, if you're married and you really want to make it work it out, you have kids, it's definitely time to start looking for some kind of professional mm-hmm. help or therapy. Like, if I was in a marriage and I'm like, is it time to let go, I would be looking for therapy if you're dating if you're dating and you guys are just like having cocktails at applebee's it's probably <laughs> right you can leave that person no no regrets if you behind. have a dog together in an apartment you may need to chat this out but there's definitely something y'all should be talking about yeah um but that's super valid too but i mean because yeah. i think for me personally i've always been saying in a relationship that i want to prioritize my own happiness because that's when I feel like I bring my best self to a relationship. So if I'm happy, then nine times out of 10, my partner is going to reap the benefits of that Mm -hmm. because they're going to have a happy partner. They're going to have somebody who's genuinely um, comfortable and happy with themselves. So, and then they're sharing that with you now, if that's not something that you feel like, you can accomplish in your inner relationship i mean that's okay but how can you or how do we as people in relationships strive to better ourselves while also bettering our relationship what do you think i i think i mean so so here's the i mean it sounds stereotypical it sounds kind of cheesy when i say it (laughs) but someone can only love you as much as you love yourself that's that's true. <laughs> it, it sounds is. cheesy, but like, like sometimes you know there are issues in a relationship. Sometimes your partner's an asshole, or vice versa. You know what I mean? But like, before you know, if you find if you're a person that finds yourself, even me, I found myself in like headache after headache after headache. Like maybe it's me. Maybe there's some self reflection, some self esteem, some self fulfillment, some self-confidence that i need to find in myself right because i'm so busy blaming my partner for why everything's going wrong now once i started to look into myself and find things in myself that i loved and appreciated i was like okay now there are things that i know i don't want out of another person yes and not to like be like okay well this person i'm with is an asshole but it's not the person i want to be with yeah i want something that's I, i i want someone that's gonna help me 
um, build on myself and not, yeah. you know? And you can't really start to figure that out until you start building on your own self anyway. So I think there's, like, you know, a thin line between, like, looking inward and figuring out oh, what you can definitely. what you can solve and also maybe you're dating an asshole. <laughs> so you have to... It could be both. Well, it could but be then, both. I mean, relationships are a two-way street and I have some friends sometimes who like what would come to me with relationship problems and and i like as as the person obviously this is my friend so i'm not gonna be like mm, maybe this is your fault but i'm gonna be like okay so let's think about what you could have done in this relationship because everything happens for a reason it could be a reaction to something to an action that you did or so or a feeling that you had or something like that so again a relationship is a two-way road yeah so a lot of times you do have to look into yourself and think about what am i could how am i contributing to this behavior whether it's positive or negative so i think that's a really important thing to note yeah yeah. And again, there's so many answers to this question. Yes. There's so much to talk about when we talk about what a successful and, and healthy relationship looks like. Obviously, we're not experts on relationships, but um, I mean, I'm pretty sure that both of us have had some experiences that have been positive and that have been negative that we've learned from. For sure. We need more Definitely. deets, guys. We'll keep it anonymous. We need yeah. more deets. We yeah. need more deets on that. Yeah. Like, are there kids? Yeah. Like, personally, like, I have a daughter. That that changed things. Everything. You know? That changes everything. Everything. Because you, you see, I feel like I see, especially in heterosexual um, relationships and even in um, homosexual relationships, like, when, when a child is involved and you've got, like, baby mama, baby daddy um, situations and possibly drama with that, it's a whole oh. other layer. Because you have to think about what is best... For me and my child. First, yeah. And it's not even just like what's best for our relationship because now your relationship has another layer that has real serious implications and, and consequences when you take actions. So, for sure. Yeah. And when there's kids involved, like I'm, I'm always going to be an advocate for the kids' health. Mental, physical, and emotional health is first and foremost. Like yeah, you, you got to think about that. And, and that's tough sometimes. When you're in a relationship with someone you have a kid with, you want to make it work for the kid. But sometimes yeah. being in the relationship with someone yeah. is worse. So yeah. there's there's things that work out. I was curious about that when when I got that question. Like, mm -hmm. man, if your kids involved, the whole answer yeah. switches. And people with pets, bro. I'm not comparing kids to pets. <laughs> so I would like to make Bad. that disclaimer. I just rolled my eyes, by the way. <laughs> like, I've had people be like, but we have a cat together. I've seen people in relationships. I've seen people in relationships and, like, you're with this person because you have a dog together. There's nothing. Dude, if y'all don't get that dog weekends and holidays and keep it pushing, like, if your you dog will be okay. If you do not like, see that nigga on the weekend, your dog will be all right. I have been talking to some people and been like, if you don't leave that motherfucker, but the dog. Kids are one thing. I have a lot, I have a lot more sympathy for someone with kids than I do with dogs, unfortunately. Yeah. And I love I mean, animals. Uh, as a child, a human yeah, there, I love animals, but it's funny. I've seen a lot that. of people stay in relationships over a cat. <laughs> There's a lot of cats in the sea, people. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no. Yeah, if you're wondering, it's probably, I hate to be, I don't want to be pessimistic, but if you're already wondering, you should certainly yeah. be looking for help. Here's kind of the way I've gone about dating. As a young person, I... Um, I'm 23, so I have a lot of time, I guess, to find my person or my soulmate in that sense. But I've always thought that if, if there are no strings attached in the sense that, like, like maybe being in a relationship with someone, obviously things get, like, you know, you have somebody else to worry about. But if you're not married, have kids, or have property, or legally bound to one another... I think you should always think about bettering yourself first because yeah. once you are a better, once you are fixing to be a better person and you are working on yourself, it translates in so many different parts of your life that like funny. you can bring your best self to a relationship That's and awesome. you can, you know yourself and what you need and what you want and you know if the person who you're with is willing to work with you or is is on your same wavelength, your same level, and so I think um, putting yourself first 
and this is obviously I'm talking about people without kids because I mean once you have a kid like your kid is a main priority in your life like it's you and your kid so mm -hmm. it's like if you can be selfish I think it's a great time to do it right now when you're young and not legally bound to a, another person is to be selfish and really grow yourself because then that way you can give your your whole honest self to a person so Honestly. that's that's my final say on that question when do you want to let go is when you know yourself the best that you can. Valid. So, yeah. Valid. So you use the word that made me think. I won't get us too far off. Uh-huh. <laughs> soulmate. Do you believe in soulmate. that? Soulmate. I do, but I don't think I believe in soulmates um, in the same way that most people believe in soulmates. Mm -hmm. I don't think... I think soulmates can be both... Um, platonic and romantic like i think that i have a platonic soulmate i think that i have someone mm -hmm. who me and this person connect on a deeper level than what people understand mm -hmm. and i think that um when you have someone who fully knows you as a person it doesn't matter who they are right. it doesn't matter who they are like i think soulmate and I think just all these labels that we attach to all these things, which is something that we've talked about within our first couple episodes, is how unnecessary labels are in general and how like they kind of put us in a box of how we, ex how we feel our relationships are. So, yeah. I Interesting. Think it's definitely, I think soulmates are real, but I don't think they necessarily have to be your end-all, be-all. You know what Interesting. I mean? Interesting. Interesting. Leave that one. That feels like a segment to me. Mm -hmm. If you guys are listening on Anchor, leave us a voice note. DM us right now. Do you have a soulmate? Do you do you believe in the twin flame? I'm curious about that. I don't really. I have a whole, but <laughs> that's a whole nother. Yeah. I was dating a girl once, and she was like, I feel like we're twin flames. And I like, fired her out the sky. Anyway. Like, no leave. fucking way. <laughs> nice fucking try. You're a up. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Right. So we definitely have a we have another question. Um, last this one, one kind of, of the week. No, we've uh, we've Is got crazy exes or oh. or dating experiences. Oh, so else? I think people have somebody um, DM'd us and asked us a question about our worst or um. best dating experience and um i thought that was a really interesting question so sarge what do, what is your worst or best dating experience uh, i've had a lot of good ones some good, give a shout good. out to the good dates awesome yeah mostly most of them recently okay beautiful <laughs> with my said, current with my current I found a good vibe <laughs> we have been going well um, but I've been on, yeah, I've been on some bad ones. I've been on some bad <laughs> Tell me, dates. like, a, a bad date story. Okay, I've got, like, three of the same. I've been on some bad ones. Okay, um, especially when I was young. There was the first time I met this girl, and she was a server at a restaurant I was at, and she invited me, like, oh, come by, we'll have some drinks at my house, we'll sit and we'll chat. I got over there, and she had three kids, and, and one of them was a teenager, and two of them were young. So when I walked in the house, it was like, is this the babysitter? <laughs> oh, my God. And, then like, the teenager oh came by with God. her boyfriend. And, like, they had, like, a cat. And, like, the youngest one was, no like. No shame to anyone with kids, but please let me know. Please let me know before I come I over and drinks. I see five kids. I got no problem with uh, dating a woman with kids. but And you can have them. I just didn't think they was going to be on our very first date. Like, kind of. I don't even know if that counted as a date coming over for drinks. Kind of. But, I would say that it's I mean, a hangout. We talked, we yeah. met, we exchanged numbers, and we said, let's meet and hang out and have drinks. And she goes, come by my house. I'm thinking, this was before Netflix and chill was occurring. <laughs> 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 this was before, I'm giving Damn. my age again. <laughs> this is before we even had Netflix and chill. And it was definitely like, it was, and then like, I remember she had like a really younger kid, and they had a, like a kitten, like a cat they had just bought. And like the kid was like, you walked with the into cat. a house with a house. eight people, and that just and like the kid was like, I'm like, this kid's gonna kill this fucking cat. I'm like, what? You know how little kids are like, rough? yes. Uh, this little kitten, he was like throwing it and like pulling it by his paws. I was like, I'm right. so I stayed for like 15 minutes. I was like, I'm gonna go. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, oh, that was okay. pretty bad. I went on another date where I was like doing jujitsu and I was like super broke at the time. And I was like, look, girl, I really like you. I was pulling my best Mac on. Like, <laughs> woo, woo, woo. I don't got no money, but, but I'm I said, cool. look, but yo, you know what I'm saying? Applebee's got like that two for 20 jump, you know? Applebee's has an amazing happy hour. And so I kept it real with her, like, yo, I got to go Dutch, you know? I'm struggling. <laughs> I was, y'all want to split or, you know? <laughs> so we got there, we had a good time. We was having, and I'm thinking, boop, we're going Dutch. So I ordered like, you know, a little two for 20 joint, you know, like, you know, I get the $5 happy hour drink, you know, I kept it, kept it tight. We get there at the end. We already agreed to go Dutch. She was like, oh, I forgot my wallet. Scam. Red flag. (laughs) Red flag. Red flag. When I tell you that dinner literally took my account down to like $3. You got to dine and dash. At that point, you got to be like, are you down? You forgot your wallet? I definitely took her. Are you down? I definitely was like, and then was mad that it wasn't good that night. Like, come on. After all of that. Um, Uh, Furious, though. I was furious at this girl. Like, I told you what it was. I kept it real with you. Like, you know. Um, So that one's pretty bad. I've had some bad ones. But most of them not, like, bad enough to, like, truly traumatize me. But enough to be, like, annoying and, like, what the fuck. Yeah. I feel like I've had more good experiences than bad, personally. Um, I've had some, like, awkward dates where it was, like, me and the person didn't match or we just had different interests or, yeah. like, morals and stuff like that. So, those I've never had any, like, traumatizing date experiences. But I'll quickly tell my story about, like, um, my uh, good, my, my best dating experiences. Okay. I feel like... Um, One of my best dating experiences has been with um, someone who I had dated before, and we ended up dating again. And um, the first time we dated, it was rather casual. You know, we dated on we dated for about like six months, and um, we were both in college, so it was kind of like we were working with our college schedules, and um, we were all right, but so we we kind of just ended up um, breaking up due to like external things. Like I was graduating, and I kind of needed to focus on myself, so um, we ended up reconnecting and. Um, just what I appreciate, what I feel like I've learned from all of my dating experiences is that I appreciate someone who um, who is, one, good at communicating what mm-hmm. they want in a relationship, and two, is open to um, hearing and viewing how I feel about relationships because I feel like I don't really have a normal, quote-unquote, normal view of relationships. Like, I'm not the type to think, like, I don't believe in the talking stage, really. Like, to me, talking is what we're doing right now, having a conversation. You know what I'm saying? So if I've talked to you before, (laughs) I'll say, yeah, me and her talked. Like, we had a conversation. And so in my mind, dating means going out, going on dates, like seeing if you like someone and kind of like making a connection and then being in a relationship is a step further beyond that. And I feel like so many people place a lot of value on talking these days, like the talking stage that like the whole dating thing gets muddled or whatever. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. agreed. Because I'm like, are we talking or are we dating? Are we right. Doing? And so I just kind of don't even want to deal with any of that. So I feel like I expressed what I was looking for in a relationship. And she was very open to to not only accommodating that, but also being like, this is what I want. And this is how we mm-hmm. move towards that. And I really appreciated that um, in the sense of just like... Um, being able to mold something that's not what society's standard of a normal relationship is. And I like that because, you know, everyone's so gung-ho about, oh, we have to do this, we have to do that, we have to fit into this box, we have to get married by 30, I yeah, have to have yeah. a kid by this point, where I'm like, I, I just want to go with the flow. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I want to build what we have, and is what we have should be special, should be just for us. Mm-hmm. And that's different for every person. Every relationship that you're with is different, or person that you're with in a relationship is different. So I like being able to mold and build with that. But yeah, yeah, I think that's one of my best relationship advice. Oh. Best dating experience. Yeah. You didn't even tell me about, that sounds like the best relationship experience. We were dating. (laughs) Okay, dating long term. (laughs) But 
We've been. Dating. I thought she was gonna tell me about the big like, dates date? on your life. Man, I ain't even been on that many like dates. Has anyone say. taken you out to dinner? I had someone and paid. Yeah, mm. yeah. So look, the girl who I'm yeah. talking about. <laughs> but that's go. about it. <laughs> you know how rare it is. Listen, fams, if you take the stuff out on a date and you pick up the tab, that shit is hot. You're gonna blush. You, I'm blushing like happens. shit. The first time, no, the first time a fem like the girl thing out took me out on a date, like a legitimate date. I was like, oh, and paid. Like if you take like oh wow if you are taking someone if Take you're interested in a stud and, and you want to show that you're interested that's per that's a great way be like you do how you want them to do I'll pick you up at seven be ready mm-hmm. have the date have the reservations planned it was a surprise I didn't even have know the where drinks we, was going. we gonna go here we gonna go here I got the tab baby don't worry like you're definitely it was so nice. yeah like it was I feel like date. we don't get yeah. dined and. Like, we don't get wine and dine a whole lot, and nah. I feel like we really appreciate it yeah. as more masculine presenting yeah. women, definitely. Yeah. And I think I lean towards being the, the, the chivalrous one. Anyways, I'm yeah. always quick to reach for the check when it comes. Yep. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I would say the same but thing. But, yeah, that, that experience to have someone be like, look, I want to surprise yeah. you. Um, you'll enjoy it. Just dress nice. Yeah. You'll find out when we get there. Yeah. We went out to dinner. It wasn't anything extravagant. Yeah. But I was sitting there and I was out and I was eating the food and I was like, bro, is this the first time someone's taking me on a date? You care about me? Ugh, that's ugly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will say that one of boxers. my, some of my like worst date experiences, like we had a, like we had a really good time on the date, but like the check would come and I was dating someone who I knew made significantly more money than I did. I just knew that that was the case. Like, I know I'm like, no doubt about you this. know, I'm 21 years old. I'm dating someone who's established, you know, who's got, who's got it like that. And the check still comes and you both, and you still staring at me. Like I'm supposed to pay for this when you make double the amount of money I do monthly. Like, girl. So it's like, come on now. Like, so that was something that kind of turned me off. I was like, okay, so like just because I'm what presenting, right? I'm supposed, supposed to, to take the check. No. I think that's another that's another no. question too. You ever seen people ask that question like, um, men who pick up these big giant tabs? Should they is that you know? Or, oh. or studs <laughs> right are you so, obligated uh, if you take go? your girl and all her friends out to dinner this is a question for the listeners y'all if you if y'all are out to dinner and you and your girl's friends out to dinner you pick up that whole tab you and five of her friends out they looking at you to take the tab. What do you do man somebody's taking one for the team you taking an L I'm ver- <laughs> I would very much be like all right, um, we'll split that five ways. Yeah. I Actually, agree. we'll split it four. I'll take me and my girl, and then the rest of y'all. The rest of y'all on y'all. The own. rest of y'all, you on your own. Like, I, I'm not dating y- your your friends. So yeah, I'm, it I'm, would have I'm to be such a you. very specific situation for it to be. You better right. call Tyrone. Very specific. <laughs> very specific. All right. Last one. <laughs> Where's our last question here? Oh, I think it's about time for Quam of the Week. Dun, week. Dun, dun. Week. Like a little <laughs> of the jingle. week. Okay, so this is my qualm of relationships, and I feel very strongly about this. My qualm is people who cheat. I feel very strongly about why do you cheat? And cheaters, feel free to leave us some comments. Anonymous. <laughs> I don't Anonymous. think they would. We will not. We will not rag you. We won't drag you through the dust or the dirt. On people this. who cheat. So I'm assuming you've never cheated. Like, not really. <laughs> I hate people who cheat, says cheater. <laughs> what is cheating, though? Like, for real. <laughs> okay, good point. No. So, all right, cheating is if you're in a relationship and you purposefully defy the rules that you and your partner set forth, the boundaries that you and your partner set forth, you purposefully, purposefully. More than once. Defy, no, the first time. <laughs> purposefully defy those boundaries on purpose, knowing that you wasn't supposed to do it. That's cheating. No matter what those boundaries are. If your partner says, I don't want you blinking at a bitch, and you blink at a bitch. <laughs> now, if your partner says you don't want you blinking at a bitch, that Red could flag. be her problem. But if, 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 if you and your partner are like kissing and cheating and you kiss someone else, that's cheating. If you and your partner I say kissing, 
flirting is cheating, now and you know it, then, then it's cheating. Yeah. So that's people who cheat. So I think, uh, again, this is such a topic that has a lot of gray area in the sense that a lot of people don't define boundaries within their relationship. So they end up so being jealous out. over some shit like you and your partner at the club and your partner's um, talking to another girl and you're like, oh, that's cheating. Like, if you never express that you're uncomfortable with that, how is your partner supposed to know that you, that is a quote-unquote cheating action? Like, how do you know? So mm. I don't, so in my mind, here's what I think cheating is. If you're in an exclusive relationship and you step outside of that, whether it is you're entertaining another bitch, you're fucking somebody else, you're flirting with someone regularly. Because I'm like, if you're at a bar and somebody comes up to you and you flirt enough to get a drink, in my personal opinion, um, if I'm with somebody and they get a free drink, I'm like, <laughs> secure the bag. We both got a drink. Go off. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm totally there to support that. But if somebody doesn't feel like that, I, I completely understand that <laughs> also. But like, <laughs> like... You know, in my mind, the definition of cheating is stepping outside of the boundaries that you've created. Is and if you're sure. exclusive with somebody, you're you're not respecting those boundaries in those relationships. So in my mind, I'm like, why do you cheat? Like, what about cheating? Like, what about cheating calls to you? Because here's here's what I say. I've never cheated, but I was in a relationship with someone in college who I really liked. Mind you, it wasn't the best relationship, but you know, sometimes you're blinded by, you know, like or whatever. You like you really like someone. You're you're blinded by love or whatever feeling it is that you think you're feeling at the time. And like we broke up. She broke up with me, by the way, and broke up with me in a maybe 48 hours later, you know, I'm, I'm drunk, I'm sad, I'm hooking up with someone else. Was it the best decision for me to make? No. But was I cheating? No. No. Like, you broke up with me, so I was finding, like, comfort in other places. Solid which, again, wasn't a great decision for me to make, but I did. And so, like, but I felt that, like... I felt my heart rip out of my chest when I when when I had to confess that I was like, yeah, so this happened. Da, 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 da. Like so, ha like in my mind, I guess my question is why? What 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 are the benefits of stepping outside of your relationship? Because maybe I want to know. Maybe I want to. Um, I wanted to cheat. I've tried to cheat. I've never been successful. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I so I can't really say why. I know when I was in the point where I wanted to cheat on the motherfuckers with because I didn't want to be with that person anymore. For me. I was like and it just was That's I felt like flag. I mm. felt like I couldn't get out of the relationship. Yeah. So and I felt like I was stuck in the relationship. So I was like, All right, well I might as well find somebody to scratch my itch on the side. As far as like Yeah. No, like someone to either listen to me a certain kind of way or someone who talked to me a certain kind of nice or who slept with you know, I wanted to. I wanted to see what else was out there too. Um, but I wasn't a very good shooter. I'm not mad. I got caught before I got off yeah. the ground most times. I got caught at the DMs. You didn't even get to link. I always got caught in the DMs. You know what? That's probably better for you. <laughs> so I'll never know. I think in my I think as a person I'm not much of a cheater anyway. Mostly because I don't got the time or the energy. Yeah. And two, when I'm in a relationship, like look, this is my woman, this is how I'm with. I'm not trying to be doing all of that. I don't yeah. have time. Definitely. Um, but that's interesting. I think people cheat for a, a, a variety of reasons. It has to be. I think one that probably has to do. I mean, there's probably some ego involved. Mm. There's got to be some something with the relationship that's off. There's got to be just some pure. Spread the seed involved. <laughs> it's gotta be some. It's, it's, it's the mammal instinct. Yes, nah. it's it's all kinds of shit. I think. All right. I am actually surprised. Last I never question. Cheated. I have. I have. I have one that just kind of popped into my head. Who? Obviously, this is based on stereotype, and you know what? What um types of lesbians? You know what? What do you think? Who is more likely to cheat? A stud or a femme? Okay. <laughs> okay, statistically. Statistically. Okay, stereotypically a stud. Yeah. Do we have stats on that? I, I said I'm statistic gonna try. I said statistically like I really knew. 
But okay, so I would think stereotypically a stud. But I think that's a lie. I think that's a farce. I think fems are really leading the charge out here. I just think studs think a little bit like niggas sometimes, and we get a little bit, you but know. Studs are sensitive too. Studs are sensitive. I think fems. I think fems get around, and they just a little bit slicker at it, and we don't even know. I, I think girls are so a hundred times better at yeah. lying in general. Way time, so yeah. that comes to an advantage and, a, and in a disadvantage yeah. as a woman-loving woman, yeah. as somebody who's in a relationship with a woman, because you're like, I want to believe you, but you're so probably you're probably so good at lying. Yeah. But I think also cheating comes from a sense of like it's a sense of ego, but uh, sometimes it's a sense of insecurity. I yeah. think you're not yeah. Yeah. you're not comfortable with yourself or who you are in your relationship, and so you feel like necessary to step outside of that. And um, I think my biggest qualm is again it comes down to communicating your wants and needs. Like I don't ever see a justifiable reason to cheating when you can just express how you feel in a certain situation you can break up with this person and that is not is obviously way easier said than done oh, yeah. but like i personally feel like the consequences of cheating on someone is way higher than it is to have the conversation about what you need in a relationship and what is happening in this relationship that you feel like you need to step outside of it. Yeah. And I feel like people benefit way more from expressing that than they do stepping outside of what they have created for themselves. So, yeah. I mean, if you have cheated before, um, I mean, you're not alone. <laughs> the reason, <laughs> you're not the alone. reason we're talking about this is because it is something that happened not only within heterosexual relationships, but within same-sex relationships, too. Like, Cheater support be cheating. People be cheating. And, like, I'm not saying, like, I'm part of the support group, but, like, mm -hmm. there are obviously people reasons that you feel like you, you need to step it's, outside of it's, it. It's and definitely so, some kind of reason. And people on the reverse side, like, I, I, to my knowledge, I've never been cheated on. Oh, right. To my That's knowledge. a good question. I've but, never been cheated on. I could say that. You know, I love to tell the pretty. Like, leave that cheating bitch, but that's easier said than done. Yeah, it you is. You know, it if is. you find yourself like getting cheated on left and right, you might want to look inside, girl. Look inside yourself. And, and look around you, too, and realize that, like, you may have a support system that is bigger than what you think it is and that you don't have to stay with this person because you feel like, you know, you know, you feel like they're all that you have. So I would yeah. say, like, if you're experiencing cheating within your relationship, there's so many resources yeah. and yeah. so many people who you can look for for support yeah. and for help. Yeah. And to even, like, if you decide to stay in that relationship, there's so many resources that you can use to better your relationship and you yeah. can use to get out of your relationship. So yeah. every person's relationship is unique. Right. And we're not here to judge anybody on their decisions within their relationship. Yeah. We're just here to talk about our own experiences. So, um, with that being said, you you're not gonna find me cheating. <laughs> um, simply because I'm horrible at responding to text messages. <laughs> if people who know me know that I don't even have the time to be cheating, I'll be out here fucking I don't know at work at the gym. Training, so yeah, we don't, we but, don't cheat on this podcast, yeah, at least not, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think that that about wraps it up for this episode. First of all, we'd like to say thank you guys for submitting your questions. We had so much fun answering these questions, and a lot of these questions had had a bunch of different layers to them, and a lot of things that we're probably going to touch on on further episodes. So we appreciate it, and we really hope that you guys keep engaging. Keep listening, like, and subscribe to our website. That's queersandquams.com. And um, thank you guys so much for listening. We hope to see you all next episode. Like, follow, subscribe. See you guys. Peace. Peace out, y'all. She done told her how you came in. Whoa, whoa, whoa. They just talked to her hot like a measy. I'm in hot boy, hot boy. I ain't say what you want, what you need me. I didn't want to make sure you niggas know I never cold no more. I'm not need me. I don't stop keep laughing like my soul in it. I know I mean it. Thank you guys for tuning in to episode three of Queers and Qualms. We really appreciate your support. Please. 
Follow us on Instagram at Queers and Qualms. Like we said before, subscribe to our website at QueersandQualms.com. This episode is brought to you by Hot Heat Sneakers, a Maryland DMV black-owned sneaker sales shop. Got the best Jordans, Yeezys, any hot heat that you need. You can follow them on Instagram at Hot Heat Sneakers. And we are also sponsored this week by Dirty Jersey Smoke Shop. Uh, all your best cannabis needs. Um, anything from pipes, tobacco, uh, CBD, medical, accessories. Everything you need at Dirty Jersey locations throughout New Jersey. Follow them at Dirty Jersey. That's J-E-R-Z. Dirty Jersey at Instagram and DirtyJersey.com. And our music. This episode and every episode is brought to you by Chibuguzo, a local Maryland, Prince George's County alternative rock and R&B group. You can follow them at Chibuguzo301 on all platforms. That's at C-H-I-B-U-G-U-Z-O-301. Thank you guys so much. We appreciate the follow-ups. And don't forget to email us at queersandqualms.gmail.com. DM us for your qualms, quips, and queers. Have a great week, guys. I don't want to see every day. Two times in a day. I don't want to put on the plate. Stay. I'll play around PlayStation. I'll play around PlayStation.